0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Faux Mondays, the snackable companion to FOMO Sapiens, which of course will be back on Thursday with a full episode. But until then, happy Faux Monday. I'm your host, Patrick J. McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and of course, FOMO Sapiens 24 7. Now, On Thursday, we're going to be starting our two-episode series with Diego Saez-Gil, who is the founder of Pachama, and before that, a company called Blue Smart, and before that, a company called We Hostels. And he's an old friend of mine. I've invested in a couple of his businesses. He has become a big deal, which is so great to watch. And he's just going to talk about his journey. And what's so cool about Diego, his journey is, um, I want to say circuitous, that's It's just kind of he's done a lot of things, gone in different directions, unpredictable. He's found success, but he's also had lots of ups and downs. And I think he's just real about what it's like to be a founder and the challenges of all that sort of stuff and figuring out what you want to do with your life. So he's a kind of a perfect guest to show us how to be an audacious thinker, but also to show us the realities, I guess, of what it means to to do something original and different. And it's not easy. Okay, so we're going to get into that. A lot in the next couple of weeks. Today, I want to talk about one aspect of that, which is that Diego seems to always kind of know where his North Star is. Like he sets a goal for himself, he knows the space he wants to be in, he figures that out, and then he runs in that direction. And I think that is like a really powerful skill, and it's something that I've, I can tell you. I've had times in my life where I had no idea, no idea which direction I was going in. And so it's something that I just want to talk about because I think it's a really important way to start the year and just kind of, or pivot or rethink what you're doing. If you wake up every day and you're like, this is, this is bad. You gotta find your North star. So I want to talk about that. And I went through this process, by the way, this is continual. I mean, I think I'm doing this on a micro level, like every day, but I did this in a very big way. About 10, let's see, about 10 years ago. And as many of you know, I kind of reinvented my career after blowing up on Wall Street and started this new career of investing in 10%, and where I am now with books and podcasts, all the things that you guys know me for. But when I started that, I was very much a lost little puppy. And as I wrote The 10% Entrepreneur, which was my first book about kind of how I figured out what I wanted to do next. I looked back at how I kind of spent that time and how I figured out what to do next. And when I wrote the book, I came up with these two exercises that were foundational to me. And actually they were based on things that I had actually done in real life, kind of by talking to a bunch of people and asking for advice. People said, well, why don't you do this? Or why don't you do that? And so I went through these two fundamental exercises that I later on sort of distilled into you know the book. And so what I wanna to do today is kind of take you guys through Each of these two exercises so that you can understand what they are and basically give you them as guideposts for how to start your year and how to kind of figure out what you want to run at this year and how you're sort of optimizing, right? Because at the end of the day, the big sort of reality of this is like, what are you optimizing for? And then what trade-offs will you make? Like if you're optimizing for money, great. Then you know you're going to have some trade offs there. You're not going to be able to sort of like just chill out all the time, right? I mean, maybe maybe you find that magical formula where you're just like passive income all the time, but a lot of that's not real. Uh, and you know, crypto, you're not going to be doing that anymore, right? That that's done. NFTs, at least for the moment. Uh, if you're optimizing for for impact on society, maybe working as a trader at a Wall Street firm is not going to get you there. If you're optimizing for autonomy, then working in big corporate America isn't going to get you there. So figuring that stuff out and figuring out like kind of what you want to do, what's important to you, all that stuff, that is where the rubber hits the road. So we're going to get into that with two exercises starting shortly after this break. FOMO. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite and you improve efficiency by bringing all major business processes into one platform slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to netsuite.com/fomo. That's netsuite.com/fomo. netsuite.com/fomo. Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO sapiens. Now that right there was Portuguese, and as you know, I love speaking foreign languages. All right, everybody, we are back, FOMO Sapiens. And we're talking about these two exercises that you can use to sort of figure out where is your North Star, okay? And these are in the 10% Entrepreneur. So if you have the book handy, you can go and get it right now. And if you don't, You can find it everywhere, Amazon and all the other places. But don't worry about that. I have it right here in my hand. I actually am looking at the, this is the UK version, which is beautiful. And I'm just going to read a little bit from the exercise and talk about it and give you my perspective on it. Okay, so the first exercise is called Opportunity Cost Zero. And the idea is... If you have studied economics, which I'm sure many of you have done, there's this concept of opportunity cost, which is like, well, if I do one thing, I can't do another. And so that's the opportunity cost. Like if I take a job as a doctor, I can't be a banker or vice versa. And so that can be really hard for people to think about making change. You're like, well, if I do this, I'm giving up all these other things. But what if we just kind of flip that on its head and we remove the opportunity cost? That's the whole point of the exercise, opportunity cost zero. And so what it asks you to do, kind of the framing of this exercise is to say, okay, imagine that you go to the office tomorrow and the door is padlocked, which that'd be terrifying, by the way. But the door is padlocked, and so you cannot go into the office and you go to the local local sort of like starbucks or whatever whatever you like for coffee your third way coffee place and you have to figure out what you're going to do next and so what i want to do is just ask you some questions that'll help you to think about kind of like what do you want to do right so here's some of the things to think about and what you'll do is you'll write down the answers on paper okay so it's like number one how do you like to spend your time at work number two what day-to-day tasks do you enjoy Number three, what talents do you have that are special and that set you apart? Four, do you prefer working on a team or working alone? Five, what kinds of problems do you like to solve? Six, do you prefer to advise or to lead? Seven, do you like doing one thing at a time or do you prefer variety? Eight, what do you do best at your job and where do you struggle? Nine, what do you like about your job? What do you dislike? 10, what have been the most enjoyable professional experiences in your memory? And 11, if you had to do one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? And then look at the answers and see what you learn, right? Like if you could do anything, what would it be? And this is a process that's gonna require a little bit of time. Like obviously I've just given you some questions. You could add some more. Another really interesting question to ask yourself is like, if you could go back in time to when you were a student, what did you dream about being, right? Or when you read people's LinkedIn profiles, which ones make you have the most FOMO? That one is a really good one because LinkedIn just drives me nuts. So thinking about that, about, oh, what could I be if I could do anything is really, really important way of starting to frame up like, where should you spend more of your time? And by the way, as you guys know, I'm not saying quit your job and do this thing full time. It could be that you're gonna spend 10% of your time or weekends or get involved in something. So it doesn't have to be that it's all or nothing. That of course is totally antithetical to the whole way I think about this. But it's more about awakening yourself to the possibility that you could integrate something into your life that you're actually really excited about. And I think that what happens is when you are in the grind of day-to-day life and we're all busy and it just gets like exhausting, right? You start to You start to lose sight of that North Star, that thing that excites you, that thing that would get you kind of fired up in the morning. And so the whole purpose of this exercise is to kind of get rid of all those barriers, look around, search for the North Star. And then knowing that you don't have to just like upset the apple cart, quit and go crazy. You know I mean? That you don't have to do that. What you can do, though, is know that it exists and start making a plan to reach that place. So that is the entire purpose of this exercise. It's a really good thought experiment. You can also do it with other people. It's really fun to do it with like a, a thought partner or a friend or your partner or whatever. Just like sit down and be like, okay, we just lost our jobs. Like what would we really want to do? And what would align best with kind of the things that we're really fired up about? So that is opportunity cost zero, a thought experiment, kind of fun. Uh, give it a shot. We'll get to the other exercise right after this break, but uh, maybe pause and spend a little time on Opportunity cost Zero in the meantime. FOMO. FOMO. Hey, everybody. We are back. So Opportunity cost Zero, Finding Your North Star, as you recall, it's really about kind of figuring out what you like to do. But of course, we all live in reality. And so the other part of the equation is figuring out, like, what are you good at? Because... You know, I'd like to be a basketball player, but I'm five foot eight on a good day. So I could probably play in some countries, but certainly not in the United States of America. That's not going to happen. And so you have to sort of obviously marry what you love to do with what your skills are. And that is really important. But a lot of people really struggle to figure out, like, what am I good at? And I think that is I've always been fascinated when I speak to audiences all over the place, People come up to me after, after I talk about this particular aspect of finding your North Star, and they're asking me, like, well, how do I know what I'm good at? And it's pretty obvious to me when I say, Well, what do you do? Well, I'm a biophysicist. And I'm like, well, that's a very specific skill set. I'm sure you're good at that. And by the way, walk into Times Square, how many biophysicists are you gonna find? Not a lot. So there are all these things that we're good at. It could be Excel, it could be PowerPoint or keynote, like some of these things that you think is kind of run of the mill. Believe me, a lot of people don't know how to do them. And if you do, that's magical. It could be cooking, it could be design. I mean, there's a million things that all of us are good at that many others are not. So those are all great skills to know about. But how do you figure all that out? It's not obvious to many of us. And so I have this other exercise, which is called writing your professional biography To figure out your intellectual capital. Intellectual capital is like, what are you good at? What are you smart at? And that sort of stuff. And so really it's about writing a long bio of everything you have ever done in your life. And it's going to include stuff like academic credentials, employers and roles, core skills, accomplishments and awards, key clients and relationships, leadership and management experiences, courses, training and certifications, community activities, hobbies, publications and research projects, professional organizations, and many others, I mean, there's gonna be other skills. Maybe you're a carpenter. Maybe you can do a really good British accent. I certainly can't do that. Uh, All that sort of stuff. And once you do those, you're gonna classify them into four categories. Professional experiences, skills, credentials, and awards, academic history, personal interests, and experiences. And you're gonna write it up in a long and comprehensive bio. And this bio is gonna be many a page, okay? Go ahead, be obnoxious. You are your number one fan right now. Just write yourself up like you're the greatest person on earth and don't be shy about it. And then once you have that, read it over and look for the patterns. What are you seeing? Are there certain things that you've done? I'm going to tell you something. When I did it, I was like, oh, I totally forgot that I had done a bunch of these things. And I started to see the connectivity between a lot of these different things that I'd never seen before. It's like, oh how interesting that, you know, I was doing these tech deals really early on in these particular spaces. And then all these years later, I have personal interests in those spaces as well. So there's all kinds of crazy stuff that happens and you start to recognize there's much more connective tissue and skills in your resume that maybe you didn't see. And then I would give it to somebody who knows you well and say, hey, read this. Is this accurate? What am I missing? What about me that's special? Haven't I included here? Once you get that, I just want you to read it through, tighten it up. First of all, it's good to have a nice bio, okay? But then look for the things that you're good at and write down every skill. Okay, I'm good at negotiating. I'm good at cooking. I'm good at design. I'm good at marketing. I'm good at making an Excel spreadsheet. Whatever those things are for you, write them down so you have a list of the many wonderful qualities you have. And this is where it gets kind of cool because the connection between what you're good at and what you like to do, if you're really good at Excel, that doesn't mean you have to be a budget preparer. Because if you are really passionate about food, it's like, well, how could I maybe find a way to help restaurants to get started and figure out how to set up their budgeting and planning and measure their financial results? Like, I can tell you something, I love my friends who are chefs. They're not necessarily great at doing that kind of stuff. And so that's where you start to play out connecting what you love with your skills. And it may be very different than what you thought. It's like, I love restaurants and food, but maybe I'm not a great cook, but I have all these other skills in marketing and social media and budgeting that would really benefit a restaurant. So that's where I'm going to play in that space. So that's the kind of stuff that allows you to take that beautiful North star that is your dream and connect it to the tangible things you're good at. And that's where FOMO sapiens win because the FOMO part, is great. But if your FOMO is then sort of unrealistic, it's like, I love restaurants, but I can't cook. Well, not going to be able to address that. If it marries your skills with that passion, then you're in a great place and your North Star is going to guide you to the right place. Oh my goodness, everybody. That is exciting. Actually, I'm super fired up about that stuff. I I might just do this again for myself, actually, because I do think it's healthy to do every once in a while. So join me. Uh, If you have any questions, you can find more about these exercises in the 10% Entrepreneur, which you can find all over the place. And if not, just hit me up. You can send me a note at Patrick J. McGinnis on Instagram at letsconnectatpatrickmcginnis.com. All right, everybody. Good luck searching for that North Star. And until Thursday, take care of yourselves, FOMO sapiens. FOMO. If you like today's show, please be sure to rate it and recommend it to your friends. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on the web at FOMOSapiens.com or PatrickMcGinnis.com, where you can get all kinds of free resources to live a more decisive and entrepreneurial life. FOMO. Want more FOMOSapiens Info Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com, where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis.